This is the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. The United Shore Professional Baseball League games at Jimmy John's Field are the fun family entertainment experience that you just can't afford to miss. It's Thirsty Thursdays, Firework Fridays, Live Music Saturdays, and Sunday Fun Day for the kids. And don't forget, kids get to run the bases after every game. And parking is always free. Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica is your summer destination. Get your tickets today at USPBL.com. Welcome in, everybody, to the fourth edition of the USPBL podcast. I am the Doc, John Macaroon. Joining me, Vito Chirko, a great co-host, loves baseball. This week, we got a great guest. What's on the agenda this week? Who are we talking to? Ty Hensley of the Utica Unicorns. Did you know, John, he was a first-round draft pick of the Bronx Bombers in 2012? we got to talk to him about that, going through injuries in the Yankees farm system, and how, how the heck did he get to the USPBL in Utica, Michigan? We'll find out about all of that with Ty Hensley in just a short minute. And it is Utica Unicorns right-handed pitcher Ty Hensley joining us here. Ty, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good, guys. Glad to be on. Doing well ourselves over here, and great having you on for the fourth edition of the USPBL pod. Now, you really have an interesting story. And to start off, you were drafted in the first round of the 2012 Major League Baseball draft by the Bronx Bombers, and you received a $1.2 million signing bonus. I wish I could get that out of John, my co-host here at the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. But my question for you regarding that is, what was draft day like for you, you know, it's pretty, pretty wild, pretty crazy. Um, I, I like to think I had a little bit better, um, a little bit better uh, understanding of what was going to happen, just because my father had been through the process before. Uh, he was a second round pick to the Cardinals out of University of Oklahoma back in '88. So, I kind of, uh, I kind of had a little bit. Um, I kind of knew kind of what to expect a little bit, I guess. Um, but. No, it's one of those one of those moments, one of those days that you just can't really, uh, you know, can't really prepare for. It's just really, uh, you know, your life just changes in a matter of just a few seconds, you know. So it's uh, nothing, nothing short of uh, amazing. So because of being a first rounder with that big signing bonus, how much pressure did you feel to be a frontline major league starting arm for the Yankees? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I'd be lying if I, you know, told you guys that I. You know, I didn't place any sort of expectations on myself. I mean, I really, I, I kind of set out to I had a goal in my mind that I wanted to be in the big leagues by the time I was 21. Um, and um, you know, obviously, obviously that didn't happen. But uh, um, no, I, I wouldn't say, call it so much pressure, just more of just kind of what I expected out of myself. Um, and no, I just. Uh, I just I, I I really wanted to kind of relish in the spotlight and kind of be that guy. Can you describe your journey through baseball before being drafted by the Yankees? Sure. Um, well, I just I, I I was fortunate enough to kind of grow up around it. My dad coached at uh, Kansas State for ten years uh, from the time I was let's see two until I was about twelve. Um, and I got to kind of bat boy a little bit, you know, and all the kind of the college players kind of took me under their wing. So I think it was just kind of inevitable that I was going to become a baseball player one day, but, um, I just think I I really fell in love with it at an early age. Um, and it was just something that, uh, kind of allowed me to, you know, um, make so many friends through it as well. Um, so 
I don't know. It was just, uh, you know, my, my parents sacrificed a lot for me growing up, uh, you know, driving me around, traveling around, you know, all sorts of, you know, states and whatever. But, um, no, it was just, uh, pretty much, pretty much like, uh, like any, anyone else, you know, to be honest with you, you know, I played, uh, played little league and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, I got into high school and just kind of, I, I just worked as hard as I could, you know, every, every day to, uh, try and accomplish my goal of becoming a, a major league baseball player one day. Your first childhood memory of playing baseball is what? Uh, let's see. My first childhood memory of playing. You know, I don't know if necessarily my first memory of me playing that sticks with me more than anything, but I'd say my best baseball memory um, when I was a kid was like my 11th birthday. I think it was my 11th birthday. We took a trip out to um, uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts, like as a family. and uh my dad got us uh Yankees Sox tickets up at Fenway and at this point I have been to a couple of major league games but I think it was just like the Kansas City Royal Stadium which is a nice stadium it's just you know it's not it's not the Sox uh Sox Yankees rivalry so anyway um I remember that game was just crazy like the Red Sox were down like seven runs and um <laughs> like it was like seven to nothing in the seventh inning they ended up coming back and winning um the game like in the, in the, in the bottom of the ninth. Uh, so it was just like, and I just remember there were fans just fighting, you know, there was like a lot of ejections of fans and stuff fighting left and right. And it was just crazy atmosphere. And like, I think that's like where I just really truly like, you know, wanted to be like part of that, you know, wanted to be like on that stage, you know? So I think that's kind of where I fell in love with it. So you saw that heated rivalry between the Bronx Bombers and the Bow Sox at a young age then that, that must've been something quite the experience right there for you then you're drafted oh. by the yankees i mean this team with all this tradition all these world series championships as you know tie in then you end up going through their farm system and you had a heck of a time there dealing with the injury bug unfortunately and specifically in 2015 you blew out your arm in spring training and then you had to undergo tommy john surgery and about 13 months after that unfortunately you had a undergo another Tommy John operation. How low of a moment was that for you, Ty? Yeah. Um, you know what? I, at the time, I don't know if I really truly gave myself, um, time to kind of, um, realize what exactly all happened. Um, I, there's one of those things where like I had had so many highs, uh, you know, with baseball and it was like, you know, like obviously I went through a couple injuries, but it was nothing that really kind of cut me from throwing, you know? And, and like at the end of the day, it's like, I, you know, I, a little part of me kind of still thought I was Superman, you know, <laughs> but, uh, that's just, you know, being a kid and, you know, not, not, uh, you know, not knowing what you don't know. But, um, no, I think, I think when I realized I had to have my second Tommy John, I, I mean, I really, contemplated uh you know hanging them up um i just i had been through so many different uh things and it's just not you know spending time on the on the you know injured list and rehab room like that's just not really what you sign up for you know and it's just kind of you don't realize but you know until later on but it really just takes the it takes the fun of the game kind of away from you and, and it takes that competitive edge away from you and it, i'll be honest with you it takes a long time to get that back but no i i uh you know, without my family and, you know, good support system, I, I you know, I, I've had, I, I mean, I, I tell you the truth, I don't know if I'd still be playing. It was a, it was a rough couple of years. 
So describe what you went through and how hard it was for you to get through that second Tommy John operation and recovering from that, going through all the rehab and getting back to playing baseball. Yeah, so, um, you know, like, I think after I had my second operation, like, I just kind of felt like maybe, maybe that, like, you know, the, nobody said it to me or anything, but I just kind of felt like maybe the organization, you know, might give up on me just because the fact that, you know, I, that was something out of my control, but, um, you know, there's just not a huge track record of guys, you know, with multiple Tommy John surgeries and like, you know, especially in that short of a time period. Um, but I, I think when I woke up from my second Tommy John, you know, I just kind of told myself, look, like, let's go be that guy. Like, let's go be that trailblazer. You know, let's, let's go find that competitive edge again. Let's, you know, bust, bust my ass in the rehab process. You know, let's go, you know, you know, work as hard as I can. But, you know, I, I think, yeah, when I woke up, I just kind of tried to put all those negative emotions behind me. It wasn't easy. You know, there's still some days, you know, I'd sit there and say like, you know, why me? Like, blah, blah, all this stuff and have like a pity party for myself. But, um, um, you know, <laughs> then after that, you know, I get, I get rule five to the raise in 20, uh, the end of 2016. So 2017 season, I'm coming back in my rehab with all that. You know, I, it was kind of cool that the other team, you know, still kind of believed in me. And, um, I ended up like my first live VP with the race, uh, had another snap in my elbow and, uh, come to find out like my graft healed so well that I had, it pulled the bone away from the bone. So I had to get a screw put in. Um, so really at this point I was just like, uh, it was more of the same thing. I was like, dang, this is three years in a row. Like, what am I doing? I'm, I'm just wasting time here, you know? And, um, once again, it was just like, you know, you know, God, my family, I just felt like if I gave up and let this kind of beat me and not kind of go out in my own terms, I, I felt like not only was I letting myself down, but I was just letting down any other kid or, you know, youngster, you know, another guy that has to, has to go through, you know, crap, you know, cause like in order, you know, the best players out there, you know, the ones that everyone talked about, they all have a story. You know, there's always there's some kind of story. And, you know, I wanted to give somebody who had to go through some, some garbage to, you know, a reason to believe that everything is going to be okay again. So that's, you know, that's where I'm at. That's why I'm still playing. I give you credit for what you went through to keep enduring through all of it, to keep persevering. And what did those grueling times with the Yankees and the Rays teach you? You know, I, I think it really just taught me, you know, no matter how bad anything ever gets, it's like, you know, at the end, at the end of the day, like there's a light, there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, there's, there's a reason to smile and be happy. Um, and there's just so many things out there to be thankful for. Um, but really just, it taught me, it taught me drive, um, you know, passion to persevere. Um, just to overcome, you know, anything that's thrown in my way, no matter what it is. So how did all of this, your journey throughout pro ball, get you to the Utica Unicorns in the United Shore Professional Baseball League? Um, well, it's a, kind of a funny story. Uh, I So last year I played independent ball in um, Evansville, Indiana. Um, and I had heard last year about a guy 
named Justin Orenduff, the uh, director of baseball operations here. Um, he's like the, he's the, basically the pitching, you know, the guy who oversees all the pitching too. And, you know, he kind of has a little similar story to me. Like he's a first round pick to the Dodgers, you know, kind of ran into some injuries. And, you know, I, I think if, you know, he wasn't, his career was, or, uh, wasn't, you know, deterred by injuries. I, you know, he would, he'd probably still be in the big, you know, he'd be in the big leagues still. But, um, uh, I just, I heard a lot of good things about Justin and I just think it was time that, you know, I like, I really go full, full force into kind of getting that competitive edge back, you know, working on the things that I need to work on without having to worry so much about immediate results. You know what I mean? You know, as you mentioned too, the director of baseball operations is Justin Orenduff in the United Shore Professional Baseball League, also the founder of the Delivery Value System which aims to limit injuries in pitchers such as yourself. So with you bringing him up, and with all that being said by me, what kind of impact has he made on you thus far in the USPBL? Yeah, um, you know, I think, you know, in the short time that I've really been working on all, all these things, you know, every every week, you know, I'm, I'm just trying to get as many reps as I can to kind of expedite the process a little bit, you know, because it's not, this isn't something that you can kind of perfect, like overnight, it's going to be, you know, going to be, a, you know, several months long, process you know especially just sh- shaking the rust off of all the injuries and stuff too but um uh it's really helped me kind of develop better body control because i think that's the biggest thing for me is like coming back here it's like learning how to like compete and stuff again and you, you know obviously the adrenaline the blood gets going a little bit and you just you know i think you sometimes you just try and do it a little bit too much but this whole kind of system is teaching me that like I can just trust my arm and trust my body to get in the right positions to where, you know, I don't have to do too much. I just let my stuff and my, you know, my arm talent play for me. Do you feel like you're at the level you need to be at to get back to the big leagues? You know, I, I feel like I am very, very close. Yes. Um, I, you know, my, my, my last outing was the best one that I've had, you know, since all the, all this stuff that I've went through and, um, you know, it, to, to give you a definitive answer of yes, you know, I don't, I don't know if I can say that, but I can tell you that every time I go out there, I'm closer and closer. You know what I mean? So I, I, I am excited about where I'm at and I'm excited about where I'm headed. So what's your pitch to major league clubs out there listening to this right now, potentially to why they should pick you up, give you another shot at pitching in the majors. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, just, just what it's always been. I mean, my, my, my calling card, my calling card, my entire, you know, entire, uh, professional and right before my professional career was my curveball. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I know it's, it's a special pitch. Um, I, I just, I don't know. I just, since the first day I was able to throw it, I was just always able to spin a ball, but yeah, that's, that's definitely my calling card, but you know, I, I'm doing, I'm putting in as much work as I can to try and, you know, get that good fastball velocity back. You know, I'm not, I'm not up to 98 anymore. You know, I've been up to 95 you know, a little bit and I've been carrying that late into games, but, um, you know, I, if I, I don't know if I'll ever throw that hard again, you know, I hope I do, but you know, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but I'm, I'm implementing a cutter. Um, and I really like where that's at and I'm starting to get a feel a little bit better feel for my change up too. So I think, you know, if I just combine all that with, you know, better command and getting ahead of hitters again, you know, it just makes life a lot easier. Ty, I'll leave you with this. What's your favorite part about playing for Jim Essien and the Utica Unicorns? <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? Skip, he, my, my favorite part about playing for him is that he just knows how to 
manage men. You know, he, he lets you be who you need to be, who you are. And he just, he just understands the game a lot. And I, I think there's something to be said for that for guys that really just, you know, who have been there and who have done it. And it's just, he, he makes it a fun environment for everyone in the clubhouse. So it's, it's really cool. Really neat. We've enjoyed the conversation. Now, John Macaroon here with you. I do have one question regarding the Yankees. What's it like when you're drafted and you're part of that organization and you go there with the expectation of, hey, okay, I'm going to develop in that system. Can you share with us just what it's like to be part of the Yankees organization as a whole? Absolutely. Um, I It was something from day one that I just took a lot of pride in. Um, you know, there's, I mean, you know, a lot of people say like, there's nothing like, you know, putting those pinstripes on, but r- really like it's, it is, uh, it is so true. I mean, it's just, uh, I remember whenever I, uh, I decided to sign and I went out to Yankee stadium and they, um, you know, I got to put on, put on the uniform, got to dress out shag BP with the pitchers. I got to play catch with Andy Pettit, you know, and it was just like, you know, I got to share a locker room with Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, you know, it, it was just CC Sabathia, you know, it was just, um, I don't know. It was, I don't, I don't think very many times in my life have I've gotten very, um, starstruck, so to speak. But I was, I think at that point it was like, holy crap, like this is, you know, this is, a, this is real. You know, I think that's when it kind of set in like, you know, one day, like I'm like, I'm going to be here, you know? And, um, I don't know. It was just something that I remember when I left that stadium, I told myself, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do everything I can to get back here as quick as possible. And the next time I'm here, I'm not, you know, I don't want to be here just as a, as a, you know, a, a fan or a specter. I want to be here because I'm trying to help this team win a world series. But you know, it's one of those things that I was, you know, I talked to my wife uh, about and I'm like, I would, I'd love to end up there you know, some, some time down the road again, you know, what, you know, whatever that would be, but I would love to, to go back and, and, uh, kind of do what I set out to do there. But, you know, that's, that's not up for, up for me to decide just kind of whatever happens happens, but no, it's a, it's a rush like no other. It was just, it, it was, it was really incredible. It really was. I think anybody would have been starstruck. I mean, meeting those guys, Jeets, you know, Derek Jeter, Andy Pettit, CeCe Sabathia, Alex Rodriguez, my co-host, John, who you just spoke to, him and I would have been easily starstruck meeting any of those guys in the clubhouse. Now, what was the coolest experience you shared with any of those guys that you mentioned? Man, I I don't know if I could just name one, but, like, it was, it was just, it was really cool how, like, when I got there, like, each one of them did a phenomenal job of, you know, making me feel at home and, um, I don't know, making me feel like, you know, I belonged. Um and it was just, it was, I think the coolest thing for me was just to see that, like all these people that you grow up, you know, watching on TV, like these, these, you know, future first bout hall of famers, you know, like these guys are, um, you know, they're just, they're just like you and me, you know, they're just, they're just people at the same time. Like they're competitors and they're really great at what they do, but they're just, you know, we're all, uh, we're all human, you know, we're all, you know, we all, I don't know. It was just, it was um, it was just cool to see that like each one of them have like a you know have a personality to go along with how good how good they are on the field. And everybody has their own backstory, just like you, and goes through their own trials and tribulations. You know, it wasn't easy for all of those guys as well from the jump. You know, it's just how it is, even mm-hmm. for these Hall of Famers like that. Ty, 
And with that being said, Ty, thanks for all the time, man, and best of luck the rest of the way this season with the Utica Unicorns. Oh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for having me on. I really enjoyed talking to y'all. And, John, that was Ty Hensley of the Utica Unicorns. And he is a man that was once drafted by the New York Yankees. How about that? In the first round of the 2012 MLB draft. And look at what he has gone through. He has continued to persevere. He actually went through two Tommy John operations within about 13 months of each other. And he has gotten through all of that, even pitched in the Frontier League, as he noted during our interview, Doc. And now with the Utica Unicorns and the United Shore Professional Baseball League. I really enjoyed hearing the stories. Imagine going into, you know, the clubhouse and all these legends are there. And he set the scene. Imagine, you know, you're a youngster and you're getting drafted and you get to go out there, put on a jersey at Yankee Stadium. Wow, man. Good for him. I hope he has an opportunity to really live out his dreams. And uh, and like everyone at the USPBL, they want to develop and he feels like he's really, really close. And that's a great sign. Yes. He's inching closer and closer to his return to the big leagues. And we hope Ty Hensley gets back there one day and one day soon. Now, how about the player of the week in the USPBL? And for the week of July 29th through August 4th, it is Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers, Garrett Christman. And he is a former draft pick of the San Francisco Giants, earning the honor for the first time this season. On Thursday night last week, Christman tossed seven scoreless innings, striking out five, and allowed just two hits. And the Beavers win over the Diamond Hoppers. A native of Noblesville, Indiana, Chrisman leads the league and wins with four strikeouts of 53. Innings pitched with nearly 70, and games started with 13. Chrisman and the Beavers will take on the Westside Woolly Mammoths on Wednesday night for peanut-free and gluten-free night. The first-place showdown is slated to start at 7.05 p.m. with gates opening at 6 p.m. And with that being said, how about time for delivering the promotions for this week at Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica, Michigan from Wednesday through Sunday. And with that being said, here are those promotions, starting with Wednesday night at the ballpark. And on Wednesday night, it is peanut-free and gluten-free night at the ballpark. On Thursday, it is firefighter appreciation night. And also, my favorite thing at the ballpark, Thirsty Thursday night. And that's good for everybody. Friday, it is Catholic night at the ballpark, presented by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Guess who is Catholic that is going to that ballgame on Friday night with his family and friends, including John Macaroon? He got an invite somehow, some way. We're going to be in the Cabana Suite at the ballpark. And we got the hookup through Scott McDonald at the United Shore Professional Baseball League. It is DSP night, you could say, at the ballpark as well. And on Friday, by the way, it's also Friday night fireworks spectacular. So that is always, always very fun at Jimmy John's Field. So make sure to go Friday night for that and much more fun at the ballpark. Saturday is world-famous Superstars happening at the ballpark and Metro Detroit Chevy Dealers Family Campout Night. And Sunday is Ice Princesses presented by Fairytale Entertainment and free, yes, free Dippin' Dots. Are you a fan of Dippin' Dots, John? Oh, yeah, the kids love it. Um, when I took the kids out earlier this year, they got the helmet filled with Dippin' Dots, and uh, they crushed it, two of them, and they wanted to go back for more. I had to say, hey, guys, slow down a little bit. Uh, the food there is great at the USPBL. 
I'm looking forward to this Friday, Catholic Night, USPBL Action, uh, Detroit Sports Podcast. All the podcast hosts are going to get out there, have a good time, and really show everybody appreciation for being part of this great project. All we can do is pray for a nice night at Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica on Friday night as part of Catholic Night at the Ballpark. Yeah, last year was a great experience. I mean, we got everybody out there. We got a chance to... um, was really interesting. We got a chance to hold the trophy that they win. That was very cool. They passed that around. That was awesome last year, John. They treated us really with a lot of respect, and we had such a good time. Everyone was really, really thrilled with the baseball, the quality of the game. Everybody had a good time. And just when you have an opportunity to get everybody together, and I think if you're a business owner, you should definitely take advantage of the opportunity to uh, go out to Utica, go out to Jimmy John's Field. For all information on how to book a suite, there's several opportunities for businesses out there to cater to their customers and their clients. Go visit USPBL.com. Really, I can't say enough about the experience that we had. We had a good time. We were laughing. We were sharing stories. I think one of the good things was um, we had an opportunity to, to really thank those that have helped the podcast and those that have previously helped the podcast continue. Um, great experience that I had covering the Detroit Lions and covering the Tigers and covering the USPBL. We would not have been able to learn the ropes, the ins and outs of certain things that you do and don't do in covering sports without the help of those in the media. And it's always good to give back and say, hey, come on out. Let's go out to Jimmy John's. Have a good time. Eat some good food. Have some drinks. Share some laughs. And uh, I don't know why last year it turned into let's make fun of John Fest. Well, but- <laughs> it was good. Your wife was doing it, too. She was yeah. like, spearheading that effort, by the way, to make fun of you. Yeah. But she has a right to. She's been married to you for how long? <laughs> Almost 10 years. 10 years too long? <laughs> Almost a decade too long being married to you? Come on, man. She has a right to rip you as much as possible. So, by the way, last year we went for a Sunday matinee game at the ballpark. It was Sunday fun day, remember, for all of us that went as part of the DSP Appreciation Day, per se, at Jimmy John's Field. This year's a Friday night, and once again, fireworks spectacular. Are we staying for the fireworks, for the fireworks spectacular this Friday night, John? What do you think? Can you hang, Vito? Are we going to have a good time? Can I hang long enough? I think so, and your kids will enjoy it. What a fun family atmosphere, once again, at Jimmy John's Field for... For all kids and friends and everybody when you go as a group. And it's a great opportunity, too, for your family, too. A special night for your folks, too. Um, you asked how long I've been married. Your folks have been married for quite, quite the long time. They're wait, celebrating actually, a good day. You, wait, tell me, you found out about this? This is you hilarious. Know, I your am, wife talked uh, to my no, mom. No, I found out. because How I'm, did you find out? You know, haven't you figured out I'm particular, okay? So when I extend out an invite, you and I, our families, have the most tickets. You're allotted for, and I'm allotted for. And so when I extended the invite to your mom, um, obviously through my wife, we found out. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Edith, you're scared of my mom, okay? You're scared of women, by the way. I don't even know how I got married, but no, go on. We found out that Friday, the Fireworks Spectacular, will be a very special day for your family. And uh, if you care to share, it's a great story. And uh, when I heard about it, I'm like, awesome. Maybe uh, we'll get a chance to celebrate all together. They're celebrating 33 years of being married. And I do Woo! not know how they've made it 33 years. 33 really, years. You know, Ty Hensley has persevered through a lot of stuff in his baseball career. My parents have persevered through a lot of stuff to get to 33 years of marriage. So, you know what? Happy for them at the same time. And congrats to my mom and dad. That is Elizabeth Churko and Jerome Churko for 33 years of being married. And maybe one day I will be married for 33. Maybe one day you and Andrea will be married for 33 years as well. Man, take advantage of it. Go out there. Take advantage of the suites. Great, great baseball action. And you really have a good time. Family friendly. And uh, the best thing is about the USPBL is great baseball action. You get to see young, up-and-coming baseball players. And you can have a great vantage point, a great time, not too expensive, and well worth your dollar. 
Again, for all information regarding USPBL, how to book a suite, how to get grandstand tickets, go visit USPBL.com. Don't miss out. Your summer destination, the United Shore Professional Baseball League. Two things really quick. The Westside Woolly Mammoths taking on the Eastside Diamond Hoppers on Friday night when we're there. And guess who's going to be playing in that game then? Subsequently, Pat Adams, friend of the podcast. Will he be going three for three or four for four Friday night? He better be with me in attendance. Okay, a lot of expectations on that fellow De La Salle alum. Also really quick, how about the Birmingham Bloomfield Beavers manager, Chris Newell, being at my charity game and coaching third base? Did you listen to him when he was coaching you at third base, John? I want to tease this story. Listen to Two Bad Hombres this week as we share what Chris Newell, uh, his expertise at third base. He actually had to leave the game early. He did. And somebody that is affiliated with this podcast took over for him. And I don't know if you paid attention. I don't think you did because you were busy emceeing the event and uh, making sure everything was cool. I'll tell you all about it on this week's edition of Two Bad Hombres. I learned a lot from Chris, and I was the third base coach for two innings at the softball game, and it was a great time, man. I liked it. I was like, oh, my gosh. Uh, I made one mistake a little bit, but I got away with it, and uh, my team scored a bunch of runs after Chris left. Yeah, how did you guys win with you being the third base coach? <laughs> it was like, great. I, hey, one thing you'll never be as good as Chris, or just, just will never happen for you, you will never be as good looking as Chris Newell. I had a great conversation with him. Chris, good guy. Seriously, though. Good guy. Coming to my game like that and supporting my cause for Make-A-Wish Michigan. A competitor. I had a great conversation with him, and I'll elaborate further on this week's edition of Two Bad Hombres. Thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. You can follow the USPBL on Twitter at USPBL. If you can't get out to the contest, make sure you go to the YouTube page and you can watch some contests live. You can stream it for free live on the internet. That's the way to go, man, if you want to catch up on some USPBL action. And for all news and notes regarding the league, go visit USPBL.com and make sure you tune in each and every week. We got great guests, great conversation regarding the league here on the Detroit Sports Podcast Network. This brings to a close the latest edition of the USPBL Podcast. Thanks for downloading. Doc, thank you much. Ty Hensley of the Utica Unicorns, thank you much once again as well. Adios. The United Shore Professional Baseball League games at Jimmy John's Field are the fun family entertainment experience that you just can't afford to miss. It's Thirsty Thursdays, Firework Fridays, Live Music Saturdays, and Sunday Fun Day for the kids. And don't forget, kids get to run the bases after every game. And parking is always free. Jimmy John's Field in downtown Utica is your summer destination. Get your tickets today at USPBL.com.